0: This is Ding Dong over here, Mike.
1: What the fuck did I do? <laughs>
0: you <laughs> said that cream cheese does not belong on a bagel.
1: Okay, it does, but I think they're better topping, or better spreads.
2: Well, what's like an example of a better spread for a bagel?
0: Peanut butter. That's No. Yes. No. I think peanut butter can go on a bagel. I, I think it can, but cream cheese is way better. You
2: want to know an exotic way to eat a bagel? Cream yeah. cheese with some sweet chili sauce. Like, like you're eating, like you're yeah. eating a wonton or something.
0: Interesting. Oh, like a rangoon. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But I'm not saying cream cheese doesn't. Maybe I said it in a text message, but I think it does go on it. But I'd prefer peanut butter on it than cream cheese.
2: Just just straight peanut butter.
1: Peanut butter or nerdy nuts, whatever your heart desires.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Nerdy nuts. You mentioned that. Is there any specific flavor that you would put on a bagel?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a specific flavor flavor favorite well how many
2: options do you have between nerdy nuts
1: nerdy nuts there's countless flavors
0: that is a great question skylar and yes the answer is there are countless flavors for those of you that do not know dimes on duval is now sponsored by nerdy nuts a delicious spreadable peanut butter or almond butter whichever one you prefer that you can order with our promo code dimes 10 the newest flavors right now we have Little Debbie. Who likes Little Debbie? What?
2: It's just it's everything Little Debbie?
0: <laughs> no. This is just their most recent releases. They what release... do you mean?
2: Like it, it's all Little Debbie flavors. No. no.
0: This this time, <laughs> last week it was, but this oh, week man. it's only one. It's Galaxy Brownie. Oh, Can I you see what, what that does oh. on? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cosmic Brownie? Yeah. Yeah. Cosmic Brownie, or Galaxy Brownie, is honey-roasted milk chocolate peanut butter mixed with rich chocolate sauce, fudgy brownie bites, and the classic rainbow-coated chocolate gems. Sounds delicious. You could
2: probably just spoon that straight.
0: It actually says in the description it is a spoonable spread, so you hit the nail on the head right there. The other two flavors that are being released this Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are Mr. Nutty, white chocolate peanut butter mixed layered with chocolate cookie cream, Oreos, and marshmallow fluff and topped with white chocolate sauce, White Chocolate Chips, and ABC Sprinkles. I wonder if it's actually like letters. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: And the last one is Fully Loaded, a contest winner submission. Two layers of milk and white chocolate peanut butter packed with chocolate sauce, brownie bites, mini peanut butter cups, and cookie dough bites. Talk about indulgent. And delectable. Are any of those candidates that you can spread on a bagel, Mike? Absolutely. All of them are. I well, would
2: I would I would just probably spoon it. I don't I wouldn't have a bagel probably.
0: Uh my recommendation, apples. Apples are about to be in season, dipping an apple right in of that. Ooh. I just had the Star Crunch version last month or last week and it was amazing. The jar is completely empty right now. Yeah, I've I ordered so far
1: three um tubs of peanut butter or uh, from Nerdy Nuts and I plan on ordering more.
0: So I will probably be doing the same this week. Probably on Sunday at 7. They go fast, so make sure you get your orders in on time. That is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Use our promo code, DIMES10, to get 10% off your purchase. We are a proud supporter of Nerdy Nuts, and we hope you will be too. With that, let's get started. DIMES on Duval, episode 68. That was the longest ad read. Who cares? (laughs) It was great, though. Who cares? See, And that's the thing. We get it done in the beginning. Now people can't complain about it snuck in somewhere in the middle, so yeah. Dimes on Duval, presented by Nerdy Nuts. I'm with Skyler. I'm with Mike. The full crew tonight. We are so happy to be here on this Thursday. Thursday night. Thursday, yeah. I cannot keep track of the day. So good to see you, fellas.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean it's great to have all of us back on. I, it's been a while, obviously. So
0: I'm.
1: Just ready to get this recorded on the road because then we can get in that routine of recording every week, getting closer and closer to football season. I think we'll have one more episode maybe before we really yeah. go into the grind of every week Yeah, like we did last uh, last football season.
0: Absolutely. We are ready to be back, and I, I'm just going to lead things off. I mean, we've got a great show ahead of us. I'm not going to make you wait any longer. The music playing right now, you can't hear it as we're recording this, but I'm going to pipe it in later is a very familiar tune it should be a very familiar tune for all of us and that is the sec on cbs theme first thing that comes to mind for me is Vern lundquist i mean for me it's the fact that football's back that too
2: yeah well i mean knowing what it's going to be used for now it's just depresses me
0: we have it's one more season right it starts in 2023 it's going to be used, that music, and that station is going to be used for Big Ten games. Are we okay with them using that music? I mean, to me, I'm just going to say, it. I think it's sacred. It's SEC only. Like, they should have be able to carry that rights over to SEC's going to be on ESPN, right? Yes. They should be able to carry that over with them and use it there. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. I watched the highlight video today, and I'm like, Oh, great. Ohio State. Ugh. Did
1: you see the one from Barstool Sports? No, I didn't. Okay, because I saw Barstool, so Barstool Sports post something very similar. They put the old SEC on CBS theme music, and they just had um, Iowa or someone fumbling the ball getting kicked <laughs> in, in the snow, and it just doesn't look right. But I personally am okay with it. I don't care. The music doesn't indicate for me an allegiance to a conference so much as a channel. I just know, short SC on CBS because it's catchy. A three letter word, no I'm sorry, three letter conference, with a three letter TV service. So that's why I'm cool with it. Fox has their own music and ESPN have their own music. CBS is gonna keep it and apply it to whatever channels they have. Or whatever teams are playing on them.
0: What do you think Skyler?
2: Well do you think like in two years it might be different? just based on this reaction that people have?
0: No, because no, they posted an official video of themselves. Yeah. So. I saw the video, yeah.
1: I mean, In two years, college football not going to change entirely. Yeah, so... there's not going to be
2: a Big Ten, is there?
1: They're going to probably call something different. It's, it's going like to be Ohio yeah.
2: State with Florida and Alabama and the SEC on CBS. The new no. SEC conference.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think of the conferences that are going to stay, it's going to be the Big Ten, it's going to be the SEC, and
1: it's going to be those I just two think, in 5 years. Yeah,
0: so, yeah it's just yeah, going it to be might those just be those two and maybe just a third one just to have a third one for the if anything, the middling teams, but
1: if anything I can see like the ACC and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 joining together to just make one big conference to compete with the SEC and the Big 10. Which would but, be
0: absurd. I don't want to be in the same conference as like a uh, Washington. You know, it just wouldn't make any sense.
1: I mean, who would have thought that UCLA and USC would join the Big 10. I can't imagine seeing U- USC playing in Madison, Wisconsin or Columbus, Ohio yeah. or Ann Arbor, Michigan in the depth of winter in December, I'm sorry, in November. So
2: we see it briefly kind of when they played Notre Dame, but like That's one see yeah. a every-
1: year sure but they yeah. rotate that's why
2: i know like it's gonna be weird like i'm just saying that's the only time
0: we ever they seen they usually it.
1: do notre dame early in the season because they're not they don't play in the cold in notre dame at least i don't remember what time where they did
0: it's gonna be strange yeah the, the college football landscape is going to be changing a lot over the next couple of years i just thought this was a big thing because that music i don't know i i think of sitting on my couch in my old house scott sitting in the same vicinity doors are open i can hear the wind chime in our backyard there's a nice cool breeze and Vern and gary are setting up uh florida versus tennessee, tennessee uh, game or something like that
2: that's the main one on cbs i feel like besides florida georgia and then alabama auburn
0: yeah and at this point florida georgia if i'm not like walking around downtown or something i just feel like i'm not exactly like yeah, it's not right. I, I need to be down there because I'm so close to it anyway. But yeah, we've got a good show ahead. We've got some Jaguars talk. Got a little local update. So preseason, we are full swing. We've seen some good. We've seen some bad. We've got two games under our belt. We've got the Steelers coming up. What day? Saturday. 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 Night. Saturday night. Under the lights. I uh, <laughs> I did not win the drawing for free tickets, so I'm sorry, guys. I won't be there. I won't, I'll be in St. Louis, so I'll, 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 I'll not be, be there at yet. work,
2: or maybe it's talking about a concert later. I might, I might try to go to that if I can get coverage. But
0: mm, nice little tease there. But uh, preseason so far. Well, let, let's just back up to last Friday, Browns game, the only game that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> Were we impressed with the starters' performance against the Browns?
2: I, it's hard to know, because I mean Deshaun is so rusty, and the number 10 on that team had some drops Like, they, you can <laughs> yeah. pull up the stats and be like I mean yeah the defense did their job but I don't know it's hard to say with how Deshaun was going to be playing in his first game in two years and then the offense offense did okay they moved the ball but you know they didn't finish drives in the end zone but it's preseason they're trying different things they were running the ball a lot with ETN so I think you get different players in there you know Kirk would have played for his regular season You know, James Robinson probably plays if it's regular season. Yeah. So Jamal Agnew. Yeah. Swagnew.
0: What about you, Mike? Guys, I'm scared.
2: (laughs) Scared of what?
1: Scared of how hopeful I am. Yeah, I was saying
2: the same thing, too, like, to Keith. Not, like, during the game, but... You go on with your thoughts.
1: Like, I am very dangerously optimistic here. Like, Whoa, wait, whoa. (laughs) Mike Yashi is optimistic? Okay, so like I said on the Sportsball Podcast, by the way, a huge plug for that because Keith and I were guests on their podcast as a crossover episode. Go listen to that. I strongly do believe that Doug Peterson is a significant improvement as a head coach from the previous regime.
2: Definitely.
0: Well, I mean, you couldn't get much worse than the previous regime, <laughs> Regime, but I understand. Continue.
1: And his ability to mentor young quarterbacks, granted, like, he was a young quarterback. He won a few Super Bowls, one as a player, one as a coach, I believe. I think it's mm-hmm. a player, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, back up to Favre. Yeah. Yep. Either way, he won a Super Bowl. I don't care. So, for me, this offense looked good on Friday, and – I really do believe that this offense still has a lot to improve on. For example, pass blocking is still a question mark for me. The offensive line is okay, not great. I am not confident in that right tackle position right now, with Walker, Little, and Jawan Taylor battling it out. And the tight end is still a crap show for me. Like I'm not trusting Evan Ingram. He's had drops issues in New York, and he could have him. He's had him in training camp. And we'll see if he fixes those in the off season. Yeah, I mean, I get or, those. I'm sorry, con- in the preseason. Yeah,
2: I'm. I i I get those concerns. I think Ingram, Ingram, you know, he had the bulk of plays and targets last one, but that's because I think they know what Dan Arnold is and how he's going to play. So, meh. yeah, Meh. But you pair them together, there's going to be ultra Meh.
0: <laughs> well, I think Ingram was at first. Does that pick- become Eh?
2: Yeah, maybe he dropped the M. I don't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean Ingram was a first-round pick. He has some talent. Yeah. The thing is, he can't stay healthy. And he has drops.
2: Did you see the video of him working on the jugs machine?
1: <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, my thing is with this offense. There was, like I said, on the Sports Bar podcast. I really was impressed with the offense. I've never seen a bunch of fans when. The first play of the game when Trevor threw it to Zay Jones along the sideline, I was impressed by Trevor's footwork for one, his accuracy too, and Zay Jones' ability to beat the corner for number three.
2: Because how often do we see them try a big play on the first play to set a tone and it ultimately backfires because it either gets batted away, intercepted, sack.
1: About eight out of ten times. Yeah. So So for me, I was very impressed, and Travis Etienne looked good. And I am going to plug this again. On the fantasy football podcast that I was on a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, they asked me about Travis Etienne. And I said, I'm not a fan of Travis Etienne at, Mm -hmm. at his draft position in fantasy for anyone that cares about draft positions in fantasy. However, after seeing that game, I am very sold on Travis Etienne being a factor in this offense. Still not convinced I take in fantasy in terms of how high he's going, but I do believe that he'll be a huge factor for this offense, especially when James Robinson does come back in as early as week two, week three, week four.
2: He could potentially be there week one, but But they're not going to rush it. Exactly.
1: I wouldn't rush it either. So for me, I think week six is a good goal for James Robinson to get back to 100%. So we'll see. Fair. Yeah, But I do believe in this offense a lot. And the defense I'm not worried about. I trust this defense. Defense was our bright spot last year. And I think they've improved by adding some key players, removing some older vets, adding younger vets to this team, and potentially adding a Hall of Fame defensive tackle in the next few I
2: just days. just have to ask. Like, so we'll see. What's dude? <laughs> did,
0: did anybody see the fake tweet? Oh, I saw that and got some friends of mine. There was a fake tweet that went around yeah. and some guy pretending to be the jag saying we signed And Dominican Sue yes, a piece of crap and oh, uh, I don't care about that man That's... I I do I, I only care because he stomped on my quarterback and that really made me mad. but anyway, I wanted to back up on a point that you made Mike. you talked about Walker little and Juan Taylor. if you had to say right now who's who's the starter
2: Jawan Taylor Walker
0: little. I'm on Walker Little, and here's why. Jawan Taylor may be in a contract year. He may be in a situation where he wants to fight to actually like get that job. But his penalty history the false makes me King? so mad that I just can't put my trust in that guy.
2: Did, was that the position Doug was saying they might have a starter like every
0: game like switching the that's start.
1: no left guard I think it was Barch okay. and Shatley okay. yeah which also is another battle that's like turning into an actual legitimate battle so
0: it's a little under the radar everyone's been talking about the little uh, Taylor one but yeah no I, I agree with that I have liked what I've seen out of both of them actually so I'm kind of glad you know it's nice to have a little competition in a good way I don't think it's battle of the crap it's actually kind of battle of the decent
1: so Jawan Taylor is in a contract year this year
0: this yeah, year is, is his last Year under
1: contract. Next year he'll hit unrestricted free agency, so he is playing for a contract. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I can completely see the Jaguars starting Walker Little at right, and then Ben Barch at left. Ben Barch is a big boy. Do they trade Taylor his. at that point? No, I think they keep him as reserve because you cannot afford right now. If anyone goes hurt, if anyone gets hurt, let's say Cam Robinson gets hurt, you swing Walker Little to the left, put Jawan at right, and just go.
0: Yeah, and Jawan has a lot of game experience, and we yeah. need guys with that right now. It's gonna be an interesting battle there. Uh, other than that, I mean, we were we had a kicking battle for a little while, but Elliot Fry has been released with injury, right? Groin does groin yeah. injury, I so, something is. like that. But that that battle's kind of gone for the time being. So we'll see what happens. We'll there. see
1: if Brian Santoso can keep it going,
0: right? Uh, and well, that kind of segues into my next uh, segment here. Who needs to step up? What Jaguar player do you feel needs to step up that hasn't impressed you right now?
2: I mean, the most obvious one, in my opinion, Caleb on Chason. He needs to improve a lot.
0: <laughs> to stay on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it, it exactly. If he's going to be on the team, like, we spent, like, well, we didn't. I mean, we drafted him in a good high position. Second round, right, I believe, or late No, Chason was a late, late first round.
1: Number 20 pick in 2020 with yeah. the Jalen Ramsey trade. So, yeah. yeah. Yikes. So,
0: Bust City. Uh, does he does he make the roster?
2: No. Yeah, probably not. Not with Arden Key and uh He might new... make
1: it just because we have we can afford the depth, but personally I don't think he should. He's done nothing to indicate he's earned a spot. But he just
2: dances around. Yeah. Did you
1: guys see that um that jump move he tried to do? Against, yes. Uh, Somebody was some like, rounds.
0: what the hell is he doing? And it's, and, like...
1: they... and it's funny. Someone, I think, replied back with um, the uh-huh. same exact move that Yannick Gakwe did in the 2017 season. And Yannick got the strip sack. So it worked for Yannick Ngakwe, but definitely failed miserably for Caleb on
2: I hate that Yannick's on
1: the Colts. Colts? Yeah, yeah, I'm not happy about yeah. that.
0: I-, I will give him credit because... Him doing that shows that he's at least trying to do something better. He isn't Taven Bryan, who just bull rushed every time and got stuffed every single time. It just
2: reminds me of like Andre Branch a little bit, like Andre Branch, Branch would be like the had, windmill.
0: He actually did have some production.
2: Though. Yeah, I well, he's he was slightly bigger. I feel like so. And he, Branch he also
1: didn't have the hype coming out. He was a third or fourth round
0: pick. I forgot what round he was taking. Yeah. but yeah, that's a good comparison though. I, I like that. I like that, Michael. How about you? Who needs to step up? Did you call me Michael? No. I said, Mike. What about you? <laughs> I heard Michael on that one. I don't know. Maybe well, I, if this gets three thousand retweets. <laughs> no, no, not doing that. Uh, Chris Buescher, love it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Michael,
1: a player I want to see more from is the backup quarterback position. Just in case something does happen to Trevor.
0: That's a good one. I haven't seen jack shit. C.J. Beathard stunk.
1: Jake Lewin, he got cut, right? Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. goodness. Goodbye. And yeah. then who's the other one? We got one? E.J. Elliott Perry. E.J. Oh, Perry, we just yeah. signed E.J. Perry. Yeah. But
2: um, I think we had uh, one of the guys from the USFL playing Slo- Slaughter.
1: Oh, Kyle Slaughter. He sucks Kyle too. Kyle Slaughter, yeah. PFT's favorite guy. But my thing is, like... The backup quarterback, if something does happen to Trevor, we we are screwed. We, we are losing every game. Which then reminds me of another.
2: I think we run Wildcat with PA, uh, with ETN right there. You know.
1: Wildcat hasn't worked since 2009. I'm not interested hey, in
2: that. It's innovative now. It's been 12, 13 years, so people aren't expecting it. Pass.
1: Pass. <laughs> Although just back, and I just mentioned backup quarterback. The whole backups need to improve because I am scared to death if we lose any starters for any period of time. Our backups look like dog crap.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So um,
1: I just said backup quarterback, but mainly the whole backup, the second string as a whole is pretty yeah subpar.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I'm just gonna go with the tight end. All the Position. tight end group that was a nice crack oh you my gosh yeah i heard that on the mic my the goodness mic, i hope the mic picked it up i think it did my goodness but yeah no i'm just going the the entire committee of tight ends they just need to step up for me and then going the other way who has impressed you more than you thought they would uh we'll start with you mike this time
1: 2022 first round pick number one overall <laughs> Travon walker Trayvon Walker. Trayvon. 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 I don't know. It's. Just, I've heard two different pronunciations. Trayvon. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. I don't care. He is a beast. He is a stud. Trayvon. No. Stop. I was just You're trying to get like Trevor, but Trayvon. No, it was like I was, thinking, I was just thinking
2: of the third way to say it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Trayvon. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon. Is an Trayvon. absolute stud. And I told who I forgot who I told the other day, if he turns out to be a really good player. We, including me as his number one apologetic apologist, I don't even know if that's the right word for it, but you'd have to be very sincere. I would be first in line to apologize to Trent Bulky, <laughs> because <gasps> oh my, if he hits on Trayvon Walker,
0: and I mean the you, whole
1: city of Jacksonville owes him an apology, and I am at the front of the line.
0: Hashtag Bulky Masterclass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, if he turns like I said, if he turns out to be a Jadavion, Cl- oh, no, I'm sorry, his Jadavion wasn't that great compared to college Jadavion Connie. <laughs> I mean, no, to Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, like those yeah. premier pass rushers. Oh my goodness, he
2: seems like the kind that could take over a game, and then we still have Josh Allen on the other side.
1: And Josh Allen, I, I'm, I don't know if we're doing this segment later, maybe for a future episode, but. He's gonna look good too with Trayvon taking double teams. He's gonna help a lot. Yeah, I
2: yes. think I think that's why his like rookie numbers were so great because we had Calais. Like Trayvon you know.
1: had the first play against the Raiders last week out of shot out of cannon a tackle, yeah. the running back and a, also a false penalty, <laughs> debatable penalty. But yeah, and then this past week against the Browns, he was involved in a strip fumble or I'm sorry fumble by the running back. He wasn't the main guy, but he was affecting the play. So I love Trayvon Walker, and I was very skeptical on him first. So Trayvon's easily my number one answer.
0: I'll go next. I'm going to say... Trevor Lawrence. Nope, Santoso. Mm -hmm. He has been fantastic in practice since Fry has been cut. He went 7 of 8, and I think he went almost perfect again in the last practice. I think think this guy we'll see i think after the sealers game we'll see but if he hits his field goals i think we've got our kicker for this season
2: he's got such a strong leg well, too.
0: i'd say kicker for the first like four weeks before he probably gets an injury
2: well, that's great. Wow,
0: wait, Way to speak that into existence, Mike. Well, have you seen the Jags'
1: luck with kickers the last yes. four years? It
0: just, yes, It's all
2: have. about injuries. You know, our backup's got to be great because we're going to get injured. Yeah,
0: so much about positive Mike. I, it, that went out the window. He's hopeful for some hurt. Done, we're not even done with this podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, Jags have been kings of getting
1: hurt at the wrong time
0: they just been kings of being yeah, bad well, we're also, also true we're also magic fans too so we, that's uh, also, we know, don't, we know don't, that. don't
2: include me i mean i'm a bulls fan no, i
0: was looking at him when i said that your team
1: is definitely injury prone yeah, yeah but
2: we got we got more championships so i mean oh my
1: god <laughs> not in the last two decades
2: hey well, how many you have
1: shut up we've only been around
0: <laughs> for three decades so I, chill out
1: back on the jags not the <laughs> nba we did the all nba episode last week or last month
0: Yes, and I will be recording Amanzi's magic very soon because I've got a lot to get off my chest.
1: Ooh, I emoji. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Skyler? Who do you have as someone who impressed you more than you thought?
2: I got to go with Zay Jones. Um, it's a great answer. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not—I wasn't expecting the receivers coming in to be like prime Des Bryant or whatever Randy Moss, but. <laughs> what you (laughs) weren't i was (laughs) (laughs) well they paid them the highest ever like so you know i i'm makes me more excited to see kirk see how he does with zay on the field and just having those two guys out there with marvin jones as well it's just like those are three really solid guys that you know for the most part you can get be able to catch the ball and get to a spot on the field that you need them to and Uh they had that leadership so yeah i was just impressed with zay he was fairly wide open throughout the most most part of the game you know on rpo plays open that up a lot and i'm excited to see rpo but zay is my answer right now until i see kirk i guess
0: that and agnew i'm excited yeah. for agnew i don't know about you guys i love that guy
2: yeah i mean he's always gonna i feel like it was interesting how he was brought in as special teams and then being a guy that was a dependable receiver yeah so
0: and, it's, and sometimes that's just how it works so we, we got kind of lucky with that
2: I mean, it's going to be interesting seeing him with Etn in the backfield. It's like you can do like some type of weird option play. You, you could
0: do all kinds of shit with that. Right. You can have Trevor go on the run too. Why not?
2: They all run. They're fast. They're all fast. We got that speed that Urban Meyer
0: was talking about. I think. Don't, Who? Don't, don't <laughs> mention his name. No. we We don't talk about him. Okay. Let's switch gears. Let's do a temperature check we made some predictions some early, early early predictions back in may may 20th i think you have may
1: 20th up? is when we upload the episode so may 19th
0: so literally <laughs> almost three months to the date
1: of when you listen to this podcast
0: yeah this is some uh some jaguars takes for this was right when the schedule came out that's why yeah this was the schedule episode so mike you made some guarantees you made the most we're gonna go with you last Skyler, yours is just right off the bat. We can't really do much with it right now because the season hasn't even started. But you say the Jags are making the playoffs. Do you still feel like they can make the playoffs?
2: I, I feel like they can still make the playoffs, yes.
0: Okay, I got a better question. On a scale of 1
1: to 10, mm-hmm. how confident are you that the Jags will make the playoffs? Just basing off the one and a half games that we saw.
2: About a 6.9. Okay, Nice. Fair enough. Uh, nice, yeah.
0: As for me, I have the defense turning the ball over or recording over 21 turnovers how do you feel about that i'm at, i'm at about a seven and a half on that i still really? feel like they will yeah i th- i think we're going to be surprised by some guys on the defense i think it's going to be a lot of fumbles okay and i think we're actually going to have some luck this year i think we're going to have some tip passes that are actually going to be caught by somebody in the secondary not just bobbled or missed or caught by the, uh, the opposing team's offense are you including
2: turnovers on downs too
0: no, I think he meant turnovers. This no, I, straight I,
2: up
1: turnovers. I think, yeah, like interceptions and fumbles. So, I think what helps your case is that we play Carson Wentz in week one. He'll get, like, four <laughs>
0: right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, Man, too bad we don't play Ben Roethlisberger. That would be a good one. All right, Mike, so you had the most here. Let me hear him. First one, you made, this is literally, I wrote, Mike's Trevor Lawrence guarantee, 30 TDs. How do you feel?
2: I'm buying that one for mine.
1: I am, I'm at a 10. I think he, it's a lock. Yeah, okay. I'm actually going to – I'm going to St. Louis this weekend. I'm curious to see what his over-under t- in touchdown props is. You do some gambling there? Oh, I'm g- claiming my winning ticket. By the way, Come if on. you have not mentioned it, if I have not mentioned it in the last two episodes or so, my Warriors ticket cashed. I am ready to collect my money. How it mu- is time. How much is
2: it? Or do you care to disclose?
1: I mean, I don't care. I put $100 to win back then, back in August of 21. They were plus $1,000. Uh-huh. i am getting $1,000 profit. Eleven hundred dollars is coming back to me total. So pretty good, pre-tax. I don't know how it's going to work. I'm very (laughs) curious how this is going to work in St. Louis. So he's going to come home with like eight bucks. I'm probably going to come back with like (laughs) six (laughs) dollars.
2: Well, you should get some ribs while you're in Missouri.
1: But yeah, or bring me home some. To answer your question, I am very high on Trevor Lawrence. I'm trying to. I I do believe that he will get thirty touchdowns and pretty. Is that all passing? I think he will get thirty passing touchdowns. Yes. How okay. many? How many rushing? Uh, I think he'll get three. 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 Rushing. Oh. Three. Three. Okay. I okay. 30, I, three. I think I. I think five.
2: Since they're going to do a little bit more RPO, you know, he's going to have like 30 thirty-yard touchdowns, um, one QB sneak, and then two QB draws within like the ten-yard line.
0: Oh, you're being really specific over here. Yeah. So I mean, when that. I'm happens, not writing all that down. I'm sorry.
2: Well, it, we got it on record, so we we can go back and listen. <laughs> So I'll just repeat it again. Uh, Two, like, 30-yard touchdowns, like two draws from inside
0: the 10, and one QB sneak from the goal line.
1: Okay. So he had two rushing touchdowns last year. He actually had 4.5 yards of carry. Nice.
0: Well, uh, you said the leading receiver is going to be Christian Kirk. How are you feeling on that one? We haven't seen him. I'm going to put that at a
1: five because we haven't seen him yet, but I also think he should be. But if not, it would not surprise me if – Zay Jones is the leading receiver, but that's...
2: Do you, do you think one or both of them get 1,000 yards or neither?
0: Mm, I don't think... In either order
1: either. for my 30 touchdowns, I'm hoping for both. Well, but I'm really expecting one receiver. I think only to...
0: one of them. I don't know which, but I think one of them will get 1,000. Yeah,
1: one receiver will get 1,000.
0: Does
2: Trevor Lawrence have over 5,000 yards? No. No. Forty, over 4,500?
0: <laughs> you keep adding these things. I can't write all these <laughs> things down. I'm just asking questions. I, mean, I know, I know. <laughs> and your last one and this is my favorite by far, LaVisca Chenault will not be on the starting roster. All
1: right, here's my thing with Chenault. There's Christian Kirk, there's Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. Those are locks for the roster. Treadwell, same thing. Those are four receivers that are locks for the roster. You said Treadwell's a lock? Treadwell is a lock, I think. Mm. I think Treadwell, is. He, had, he earned it from last year, and he's played well so far in preseason. However, Jamal Agnew will be... Considered a specialist is what I feel like the Markham has, instead of a receiver.
2: You don't think it'll be the other way around? Agnew is a receiver, Chenault as a specialist.
1: No, Chenault
0: can't Ch- be a specialist. He thinks at it. He can't well, catch the ball. Well, he's a punt
2: punt return. They yeah. were they were going to try him at the oh, uh, during the. I team. hope
1: not because he can't catch the ball. He can't catch a spiral, let alone a wobbly kick from a punter or kicker. So I'm good on Chenault. <laughs> Personally, I do think he will make the roster. As much as it pains me to say. But I, I'm putting my prediction at a four. How many
2: um, touchdowns does he have this year?
1: I mean, one. If he gets one, it's still more than last year. Yeah. So.
0: I, I think this is the last year we will see LaVisca Thank Chenault. God. Yeah. There, there needs to be an end. We we felt the same with like Taven Bryan.
1: I hope Chenault balls out this preseason so we, someone can offer us a fourth round pick for him.
2: We got one more game, right? I mean, he, he's not he, well, I don't I, think
0: he's gonna, think gonna play he would, in Atlanta, though. I think he would max cover like a a six round pick
1: I mean Blaine Gabbard got a six round pick so yeah exactly speaking of Blaine Gabbard if anyone wants to go look on our Instagram please go like that photo (laughs) that Keith posted on our Instagram
0: throwback Thursday it was not a throwback picture but it is a throwback shirt that was funny all right all right let's uh let's put a wrap on this let's do some uh local update since we always try and add some local flair to each episode I want to touch on something that is coming up around the corner it is a festival of two delicious things well one of them's delicious the other one's not for me but it is for a lot of people which is the jacksonville taco and tequila festival Mm -hmm. i don't really like tequila sorry but i like margaritas yeah i can i can drink it if it's like super mixed in with other things but i've had some lukewarm shots of tequila in my life and it makes my stomach queasy just thinking about it yeah (laughs) <laughs> anyway, the Jacksonville Taco and Tequila Festival is September 24th through the 25th. It's in Riverside Park. It is uh, If you're not familiar, it's you know Riverside and Five Points area right there. If you follow 904 Happy Hour on Instagram, they are doing discounted tickets right now until August 21st. So just a couple days from now. Take advantage of these discounted tickets. The pricing is up to 40% off. That is a huge discount, and enjoy music. They've got live music. They're gonna have a DJ set. They're gonna actually have some people playing as well, and they're gonna have tacos and tequila. I mean that, that
2: that um that sounds delicious.
0: It sounds like it sells itself, honestly. And I mean, then
2: um also that same weekend, there Arlington uh, Appreciation Weekend is going on. So uh, that's there's right. Local stores doing some stuff. Uh, I just met up with Mike McCann over at. Jack's Co. furniture coastal women coastals uh might have a sim up in the furniture store during that weekend hey. but that was just another thing going on t- through town just a arlington appreciation so regardless whether we're there or not i mean that's still something cool to support too that one's not charged i don't think like the tacos and tequila so if you miss out on a ticket you know you still have <laughs> something to do that weekend. yeah
0: exactly <laughs> with that there are some events going on around town the Florida Theater will be hosting, let's see, what what is today? The 18th. They're actually doing something right now. But uh, coming up, ooh, August 28th, Monsters, Inc. They're going to be playing that in there. So you know, for all you Monsters, Inc. fans, one of my favorite movies.
2: That'd be cool to see there. Mm-hmm.
0: And in the beginning of September, Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, will be in town. I'm actually going to, I can't remember which night, but I'm going. He's there three nights, September 8th through the 10th. I'll be there for that. Do love me some Jim Gaffigan. And then just some other names, just a note, Collective Soul will be in town, um, they'll be in town on the 13th, and Blues, Clues, and You, live on stage September 29th. Mm-hmm. I just had to mention that one because I, I was a Blues, Clues kid growing up.
2: Until Steve left, right, and Joe and came. still
0: Until Steve went to college, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, no, same thing, same thing for me, yeah. <laughs> my aunt had a huge crush on steve so like hey, he was I, awesome
0: now he's a rocker or whatever yeah
2: well speaking of rockers uh, i also got a buddy in a local band um travis eldridge he's a drummer in a band called flag on fire i'm just gonna read from what the soundspeed has about their band that's flag on fire is a five-piece melodic punk band from jacksonville florida formed in 2016 fueled by the love of skate punk And then I'm not going to read too much after that, because Skate Punk's all you need to know. Uh, I think that's a good genre for this area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are they going to be playing? Um, They'll be playing at 1904 this Saturday at 745, primetime slot. And then they got another show next Saturday uh, at Kona at 9 p.m. Got Bo Dillard on vocals, Warren Cook at bass guitar, Taylor Cutler, also known as Tito, as the rhythm guitar backing vocals. (laughs) will Fraser lead guitar backing vocals and of course my buddy travis eldridge at drums so hopefully this is updated uh in terms of that band roster but
0: if not you know i i don't think they'll kill you well you, yeah you at i least mean give them some shots
2: you go you go see them and then you'll find out if it's accurate or not and you let us know so i'm trying to be at one of those shows kona one's probably going to be more likely but definitely check them out and i heard travis on a different album they just uh he was he plays in all sorts of other bands so I get to hear his music from other areas too and uh he's a great drummer he's actually been center stage at Rockville when it's been here.
0: Ooh. Okay so he's he's got some skill.
2: He's he's pretty good. It's not just a band getting up and going there uh, they're about to release their second album here in a little bit. He just said hey, they got done recording it so. That's
0: a big deal. So, yeah. Most bands can't even get to one. Being at two is huge. So Yeah. Uh, Wrapping things up, we got the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. They are in town. The game tonight, as we record this, is August 18th. It's been postponed due to rain. It'll be made up on Sunday. So if you are in the area, we've got a doubleheader tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, and I don't even know, whatever the next game ends. You know, whenever that one ends against Nashville. It
1: looks like they moved the game from Saturday to Friday. Well, did, game 2 moved from 8-20, which is a Saturday. Yeah,
0: so it, because they were going to have a doubleheader already, so they're just going to do go two doubleheaders instead of playing 19th, the 20th, and the 21st, the doubleheader. They're just going to do two doubleheaders to make it a little bit easier. Give them that extra rest day on the 20th. They're so no game on rest. Saturday. Stop that. <laughs> no game on Saturday. The day you are listening to us, if you are listening on Friday, it is Red Shirt Friday. Wear a red shirt and get a discounted ticket. As well as next week, they play Norfolk, and that is going to be through the 28th. So they're here essentially the rest of the month. The last two days of the month, they do go up to Gwinnett. I will note that they are currently third in the standings in the International League East at 61-52 and 52 behind Lehigh Valley and Durham. So we have a good team. If you haven't gone out to a game yet this season, please Try and make your way out there. Yes, Mike, we know you haven't. I've been busy, man. I
2: haven't gone this year yet. Oh but...
0: man, you used to work, Skyler. I went for to the and...
2: orientation this year, though. Got a free Chick-fil-A gift card. I mean, that's pretty and then, nice. And then I think I also got a tub of those uh, hey, butter cookies.
1: Chick-fil-A's banned <laughs> nice. the word Chick-fil-A is banned in this in this apartment yeah no no Zach no, uh,
2: no no dick, dick you've you worked at everyone haven't you like have you worked at pdq yet No, <laughs> that would be the would
0: trilogy never. i would right. never you never do never. that no you know why
2: because tim yep He, which he's he's actually <laughs> at tim tebow. he's actually at coastal right now i mean at, it's thursday night and,
0: and you know what's funny because oh. the store that i worked at the zaxby's that i worked at they had a tim tebow picture on the wall i'm like you can't do this He he has stakes in PDQ. This is like blasphemy. It
2: is interesting, <sighs> but you know that he's a nice guy. If you ever met him, oh, I, I'm sure he's the nicest yeah.
0: guy in the world. I don't give two craps if he's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't want to meet him. I'm gonna tell <laughs> him. Do. I'm you gonna tell, tell like my to buddy. Him. Him. I do I not. I have no desire to meet the guy. Really? I'm good. I'm, I'm very what, good.
2: What is well? So, like, what is it that makes you don't care at all? Like 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 every if any other athlete like you come across you're like oh it'd be cool to meet that person I really
0: wouldn't I'm I'm not starstruck like that only okay. only very certain people like yeah. if you told me that Michael Petris was walking into okay, the restaurant different. I would freak the hell out if yeah. you told me that's different that is completely different What is completely different about it
1: Petris is your favorite basketball player of all time Okay
0: if you told me Chuma Okiki was walking into what about the Steph restaurant Curry. Right Magic right
1: player current magic player you can't yeah. say that
0: What about <laughs>
2: Steph Curry no.
1: Steph Curry yeah so you, Steph Curry, I would Steph Curry trumps Tim Tebow in my opinion. What about Michael Jordan? Steph,
0: Steph, yeah, but those because are you're two, basketball. Those are two one of the two of the greatest NBA players of all time. No to that because I've heard from just videos on Twitter and stuff, Michael Jordan's a complete dick. Oh fans. yeah, yeah, I'm I've, good I've, on that. I've, I've
2: seen that. videos would, of that. Honestly, it would be like being disrespected like Simon, by Simon Cowell, Cowell on American Idol. Ugh. Like kind of that'd be like the same thing being disrespected See, if by Michael you tell Jordan. Tell
1: Tim Tebow or Jimbo Fisher. I'd rather meet Tim Te- Tim Tebow. Jimbo's a dick.
0: I don't really have any desire to meet either
2: of them. I'm I'm just trying to think of a good example. Let's think of a baseball player. Let's see.
0: Alex Rodriguez. I would (laughs) never want to meet that guy. He's a a crap. Derek Jeter. Hell no. He's even worse. (laughs) Really? He is a mid-shortstop that was hyped up because he played for the Yankees.
2: Anthony Rizzo.
0: I don't really care. I mean, I, I... I, oh, oh, Miguel okay. I'd be like, cool, hi oh <laughs> <gosh. Miguel> Tejada <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that,
1: That's a <yeah. laughs> name Where did that come I don't know from? I was
0: thinking that sounds, That's like the Sports Bar Podcast They always name a random person at a end random, of random, no was popular <laughs> yeah, But where did you pull him from? <laughs> I don't from? know I Do you I, even I, know who he played for? <laughs>
1: uh, Miguel Tejada I Miguel played for a couple teams but I have fair. a
0: poster of him When he played for the Orioles You, you, <laughs> you gotta let him think he wasn't I mean, going to know. was going to name Orioles. Tigers? No. I don't know. I, all I know <laughs> is when he played for the O's. I think he might have had a
2: short stint with the Cubs for like a season.
0: Miguel Tejada.
2: God. <laughs> I, feel like may, I feel like maybe I can picture him in a Braves uniform too.
1: Oh, oh Giants. Okay.
2: Oh,
0: gosh. Oh, I he had...
1: played for a lot of teams. Oakland Athletics, Baltimore Orioles,
0: Houston Astros. What about Baltimore Randy Royals Johnson? Again. Randy Johnson, the big unit? Yeah. Yeah, I would love to meet him. The guy's yeah. like nine feet tall. It'd be really San cool. San Diego
1: Padres, San Francisco Giants, and then the Kansas City Royals. It's like half I the mean, league. He also, good point. <laughs> Six time All Star AL MVP. I guess it is what? right now that I knew that. But what? 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 He, Wouldn't
0: he cover steroids, though? Oh. We go Yeah, was he? No, that was Rafael Conch- Tama. So no, oh, allegations, yeah? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you play Rafael baseball, Tomero you're limited to steroids. Too, he was number one in shit. that. Um, uh, Sammy Sosa, my guy. Mark McGuire. Either. I we know so
2: Bat corker.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Doesn't yeah. Miguel Tejada have a brother?
0: Maybe. Ruben Tejada?
1: No, like he played I don't know what I'm thinking of I don't
0: know why I just thought of that name. I i I don't know if that's actually I don't a why person. I Miguel person. Is that a person? Is that a person? Who? Ruben Tejada? I, I don't think know, the, I think
2: it. so. I feel like that person played for the Padres <laughs> back in the day.
0: I don't know, but I'm just glad I pulled Miguel Tahada <laughs> out of my ass. That's that might be the funniest thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> um, but to get back to it, but let's just wrap this up here. Tim Tebow, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I just I, if if I went to the golf tournaments that you host and that whole panel of people, I'd meet him just because he's there. But I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, Tim Tebow's signing stuff here. I have no desire. I get that.
2: I'm not. I'm not any type of her, like he just, like he's been in like seven or eight times and he his last most recent visit he just found out i'm a gator fan because i asked him i was like is your dad still wearing that straw hat and he, he laughed and he's like how do you know about that stupid thing and i was like i'm a gator fan and then i was like uh, i said my first game was your sophomore year against troy and then he was like we scored on the first seven drives. I was like, it yeah, sounds right. It was 49-7. to seven. <laughs> so.
0: uh, That's what I love about a lot of football players. Not all of them, but yeah. especially quarterbacks. They'll remember some of the most ridiculous things. Yeah. That's crazy. So do, you I mean, Blake,
1: do you think Blake Bortles knows how many interceptions he threw?
0: No. I'd rather, I'd I rather think meet he drank, Blake Bortles. I think
1: he remembers probably the most, the, the most infamous one. The actually, shoe there's one? two. There's two: the shoe one or the helmet one.
2: He probably remembers how many beers he had after those games. Yeah. I mean,
1: do you not remember the interview with part of my take? A 15 year old kid walked up to him, get, knocked on his door, said, "Just gave him a Coors Light or Bud Light, and whatever," and just ran away. He <laughs> that was the funniest interview.
0: That's such Blake Bortles. I uh, I would rather meet Blake Bortles than yeah, um, Blake Bortles.
2: Actually, he's funny. Yeah, he I, Blake. I I met him too. <laughs> he's the he's boat. actually pretty funny.
0: Yeah, he's a down-to-earth guy. Yeah, I mean, he's had ripping cigs and doing construction if he wasn't playing football.
2: He's a frat. Dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a frat dude, 100%. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, he's let's like... put a bow on this episode. It has been... What is a Dimes on Duval podcast that a mention of Blake Bortles?
1: Touche, yeah. touche.
2: <laughs> is it a Jaguars podcast or a Blake Bortles podcast?
0: <laughs> we have no idea. but we thank you guys for bearing with us when we go off on these random tangents thank you all for listening to another episode of dimes on duval presented by nerdy nuts he's skylar chase he's mike yagi and i am keith manzi signing off and we'll catch you next time miguel Tahata <laughs> <laughs>